Welcome back to episode 116 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another Game Week preview, going over waiver options, hidden gems and general Premier League chat ahead of Game Week 28. Now, Game Week 27 is still running because we've got two fixtures tomorrow evening, Brighton against Palace and Southampton against Brentford, completing the double Game Week for all of those teams. It's been an interesting Game Week already, not a huge number of clean sheets to go around, plenty of goals and a few surprising results. Now, I'm looking forward to this next coming week because I think a lot of us are going to have players we've not really had or even considered before now, which is exactly what Draft FPL is all about and exactly what makes this game what it is. My most hidden gem pick this week has never been more difficult with so many options to consider, which is just another indicator of how wide the player pool is that we're going to be looking at this week. So I'm recording this episode, as you might have guessed, on Tuesday, the 14th of March. Certainly team news, injury developments or press conference info are up to date as of then and of course subject to change. Some of the players I'll be discussing this episode include Ben Chilwell, Rodrigo Moreno, Jao Felix, Alexander Izak and many more. So let's get into it. So let's start with Waiver Watch. The main players you guys were bringing in last week were Steele in goal, who at the halfway point of the game week hasn't got off to the best start. Uh, likewise, Webster, Wesley Fofana, Norgard, Pinnock and Visser. Eight team leagues were also able to bring in some higher calibre players like McAllister and Estupinan. So obviously a few of those players still have a fixture tomorrow to play, but so far not been the best double for the likes of Brighton and Brentford players. The players making way were Mikalenko, Coleman, Thiago Silva, Mudrik, Tarkovsky and Bamford. Uh, eight team leagues were also able to drop the likes of Enketia and Mount. So with Everton's clean sheet, Mudrik's first goal involvement and Bamford's first goal in God knows how long. Some pretty disappointing moves across the leagues this week as we all went chasing the doublers. Obviously, I'm recording this before Brighton and Brentford play tomorrow. Um, so those moves could yet pay off. Into the fixtures then. Um, So we've arrived at the week, the blank week, with no United, no Brighton, Liverpool, City, Fulham uh, and no West Ham. So given the amount of Brighton we all brought in last week um, for the doubles, you've now got to see if you're able to field an 11. And I would imagine that for most people that's going to be tricky um, because we'll all have at least one or two from United, Liverpool, City uh, and probably Brighton too now. Brentford assets will certainly get kept because they've got a game at home to Leicester this week, followed by a double. Um, But next week, if faced with better alternatives than their double, um, then it could be time to let them go then. But for now, I don't think there's going to be much reason to let go of your Brentford assets unless they're not playing. So there are numerous teams that play this week and double next week. So you need to decide if they're worth bringing in instead of some of the Brighton players that you might have already. So let's go through team by team, similar to how I did last week, starting with Aston Villa. First on my list alphabetically, but potentially first generally with a nice run all the way through to Game Week 33. Now I've got Bournemouth at home this week, um, a slightly tricky away double of Chelsea and Leicester before, as I said, a nicer run with three home games in four. So now's the time to trade for Ollie Watkins if you're willing to pay top dollar for him and mop up any of the fringe players off the waiver pile. Now, Bournemouth, I mentioned last week and how happy you'll be if you did go early. My most hidden gem pick last week, uh, one of them was Sonesi, got another seven-pointer. Hidden gem pick, Uatara, got another assist and top scorer, Billing, got his second 10-pointer in a row, which puts him above some very star-studded names in the overall FPL points table. 
Now, with Aston Villa away before a double of two home games against Fulham and Brighton, this is Bournemouth's time to step into the draft FBL spotlight. Next is Chelsea, very enticing with three home games in two weeks and the turnaround in form has continued. I mentioned a couple last week and we'll be mentioning a few more in the main section. Leeds have got Wolves away, then a double of Arsenal away, Forest at home. I'm sure Leeds players will be popular um, and I will be mentioning a couple in the main sections too. I'm just going to say at this point, I won't be advocating for any Leeds defenders um, and particularly won't be advocating for Junior Firpo, but I know a few of you will get lured in and won't be able to resist. Next is Leicester. They're away to Brentford, then away to Palace and home to Villa. They do then have Bournemouth at home afterwards, so a nice run of four fixtures over the next three game weeks, but it's just so hard to know which Leicester are going to turn up week to week. They had two massive results away at Villa and then at home to Spurs in game week 23, but since then have lost four on the bounce. Granted, they had the likes of United, Arsenal and Chelsea in those games, but the loss um, to Southampton has kept them well in the relegation mixer. I think us draft managers are going to have to see who we can get from their attackers and defenders with those fixtures with the hope that they do manage to turn the results around. Next is Newcastle. They're away to Forest this week uh, and then have a double of United and West Ham away. Could be a couple of banana skins in there for Newcastle. Many of their main assets will be taken anyway. um, But for this run of game weeks up to game week 30, uh, aside from their main guys, I probably would be looking elsewhere. Next is uh, Forest. Now, when did you think the likes of Worrell, Philippe, Lodi uh, and Emmanuel Dennis would be coming to your draft team? Certainly better options around, but these will be on waiver lists out there. After their shocking performance at the weekend, I'm not tempted by any of them anymore, apart from Brennan Johnson, but he'll be mopped up in most leagues. Um, But the next two home games are where the points could come. Home to Newcastle, home to Wolves, then complete that double with an away game at Leeds, which could go either way. But yeah, there will be plenty of draft managers out there this week, I'm sure, who will be backing them. And then finally, West Ham. If you're already in a good position with your starting eleven, West Ham are ones to look at and smuggle away on your bench for the week after that. So the likes of Paqueta, Ben Rama, Suchek, Rice will all be sought after for game week 29. But as I said, only worth looking at if you're otherwise quite happy with your eleven this week. Into the main picks, going to start with Ben Chilwell for Chelsea. Now two goals and three assists from very patchy minutes this season. But he's now started four in a row and he's got two returns in his last two. I'm sure most engaged leagues will have had him taken already. But ownership is not at the very top end across most league sizes. And if he was available or able to be bought in a trade, he'd be well worth having. One of the Chelsea defenders I didn't mention last week was Koulibaly, um, who goes and gets the assist for Chilwell's goal uh, this weekend. He seemed out of favour for a little while, but I think after the injury to Thiago Silva. He's now the main provider of experience at the back and looks set to continue to play. Again, ownership is relatively high and many have held him for a while now, but definitely worth grabbing too if he's available. Into midfield, uh, I'm going to mention Leon Bailey. The two most obvious candidates for Villa um, that might be available for you are Buendia and Bailey, obviously not regarding Watkins as he will obviously be taken. Both on almost the same fantasy points for the season. Buendia has virtually been and never present in Emery's team, whereas Bailey has um, become a lot quieter and had to make do with a few more sub-appearances in the last few games. Buendia's expected goal involvement per 90 is currently 0.33, so you're expecting him to get a goal or assist around one in three games, while Bailey stands slightly higher at 0.41. Now, with the injury to Coutinho, uh, obviously Ings' departure and no real competition in the squad, he would be the one I would go for for this little run-in 
as a bit of a punt, but if you're just looking for more steady eddy points, then Buendia would then edge it. Again, uh, becoming a pod favourite is Uatara for Bournemouth. Seven appearances since he joined Bournemouth in January and three assists for goals, which have directly earned Bournemouth five points in the Premier League uh, from a win and two draws, which is exactly what football directors want to see in this situation. He's always an outlet for them, will continue to start every game, um, and he has an expected goal involvement of 0.56, which basically means if he plays a full 90 minutes, the odds are you'd expect him on balance to at least score or assist. Even in 16-team leagues, his ownership is just 17%, so we'll be there in the waiver poll in many, many leagues out there. Um, and I know in my league, in 11-team league, he has already been taken. Next, we have got Rodrigo for Leeds. Obviously, the early season star performer. He's now on 10 goals and assists for the season so far from 19 appearances. Very good form for a player playing for a relegation battling side. Injured since game week 21, we saw him come off the bench in their two-all draw with Brighton. And I think if he's up and running, they won't be able to get him back into the starting eleven quickly enough. Now, the slightly more budget BTEC option of Rodrigo, at least this season anyway, is Harrison. I think if Rodrigo's not there or he's been held, then you'll be looking at other Leeds options and Harrison could be available for you on your waiver wire. Plenty of assists this year. We're obviously used to seeing him uh, chip in with a decent number of goals. I think he's got eight in both of his last two uh, previous seasons in the Premier League for Leeds. I think he's only on two so far this season, so he'll be hoping to try and chip in with a few more before the end. And with their little fixture run now, could be a good time to grab him. Now, slightly more luxury pick, but I'll say him anyway, is Jao Felix for Chelsea. Um, from their January editions, Felix has definitely been their best performer so far uh, and could probably have been much more explosive without that red card and ban that caused him to falter at the start. Just the one league goal so far, um, but he's got an expected goal involvement of just over half. So um, the return should be coming. His finishing has let him down so far, but he's not alone in, in that regard, as Chelsea are generally well below their expected goals this season. Yeah, and if by some weird miracle he is on the waiver pile, he'll be number one for me. And finally, in the main picks is Alexander Izak for Newcastle. I really do like Izak, and he finished the chance for his goal very well at the weekend. Annoying seeing that starting lineup as a Callum Wilson owner myself. But with that run that Newcastle are going into now, he will be hot property if he sat in your waiver pile, but still, he's going to have to potentially share minutes with Wilson. Um, if Howe's not able to integrate both of them into the starting eleven, Then a few hidden gem picks and the most hidden gem picks. Um, Alex Moreno for Villa seems to be favoured over Luca Dina. The only annoying thing would be if they get a game each during the double game week. But even when one of them doesn't start, the other one tends to get 25-30 minutes. Um, hopefully, if you pick him up, he doesn't come off before 60 minutes. But, but at least if he doesn't start, you've got some chance at an attacking return with that time he comes off the bench. Then another option for Leeds is uh, Crescencio Somerville. I didn't realise his ownership was generally so low, um, probably a reflection on his poor form over the last few weeks. I've had him in my squad for some time now, having developed quite a soft spot for him. Most of his returns came from one purple patch between game weeks 13 to 16, uh, but I'm sure his ownership will creep out of hidden gem territory this week. And into most hidden gem picks, so last week I chose uh, Senesi. It was meant to be my boring pick and Damsgaard was the exciting one. Well, both of them started. So those who did go for Damsgaard remains to be seen whether or not he starts their uh, their fixture tomorrow. But I think it has to be Senesi for the most hidden gem pick again this week. He seems to be a really reliable player for Bournemouth. He had a couple of chances to score in that 1-0 win over Liverpool. And yeah, as most hidden gem picks go, he's probably the most solid one 
um, we've had for a while and could even be the same again next week for the most in-gen pick, providing his ownership stays under 10%, but I would be very surprised. So that's it for this week. A reminder that the waiver deadline will process on Thursday evening. That's because we have got the opening Premier League game on Friday night between Forest and Newcastle. There's then a few fixtures late Saturday and then just the one game on Sunday between Arsenal and Palace to round off a pretty brief game week. So make sure you are following or subscribed on whichever podcast platform you listen to. If you're on Twitter, give us a follow at draft underscore FC to keep up to date with everything going on with the site and podcast. It's also the easiest way to reach out to us if you have any questions or just want to run anything by us. And there's still plenty of time this season to get uh, decent worth out of uh, a sign up at our site at draftfc.co.uk and where you'll get full access to all of the ownership stats that I use in these podcasts and also full access to the personal dashboard, which will break down your team and league in ways you won't be able to see anywhere else. In the global dashboard, you've also got access to look at your global rank, which compares your league against all comparative leads around the world to see whether or not you are the best of the best. So that's it for this episode. As I said, not too many games to really discuss this week, mainly planning for the week after. Make sure you field an 11 and until next time, stay shook. Stay shook.